hello everyone and welcome to Injecting Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Woo! Hi everyone. Hey, hi everyone. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Podcast on Twitter. Thank you. Yep, do that. And happy new year. I think, is it new year? Have, I we, think have it, we had the new year? It will be new year in a couple days yeah it'll be new year in a couple days we're pre-making this episode because you know we've got family things is it the 29th so we've just had christmas yeah we've just had christmas oh so happy christmas everyone um (laughs) we hope that you had uh, a nice break hopefully Mm -hmm. um you know had a nice Christmas if you celebrate Christmas had a nice holiday if you like you know if you had some time off um Mm -hmm. if you didn't have a nice time that's okay too um and we just hope that you know hopefully the new year new years might be better for you we hope that you're you know any help that you need that you're getting any help that that you need um and that you just that that you're finding some peace that's that's what i hope that you guys are finding some peace um you know because like we we understand that like not it's not always a happy time the holidays it's not always yeah it's Mm. not always the most fun time for everybody um and sometimes as well, when you see everybody just having a nice time, it's just like, it just puts you in a... Sometimes it's just like, it makes you feel worse sometimes <laughs> if you're not also having a good time. <laughs> I know so, what you mean. Yeah, I just want to... It's yeah, true. I just want to just let you guys know that we see you. Like, it's okay as well if you're also just not having the best of times this Christmas. Because, I mean, a lot of shit is happening and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely think people... Because Christmas is such a huge occasion... If you're mm-hmm. like that, if you've lost someone in the past year, or if there's been a big yeah. change to your life in the last year, and it's your first Christmas without someone or without this the same traditions that you normally have, mm-hmm. I really do think that it's kind of not spoken about enough about how hard Christmas can be for people. Um, Definitely, because there's so, so much pressure for us to all be having like such a fun time. Yeah. And everyone's and like, a lot it's of Christmas. Yeah, like wind down for Christmas. Yeah, like no work is due till the new year. It's like, actually not everyone yeah. is going to have an amazing time off. And like, I think people need to, people just need to be a bit more mindful. And like, I've even been seeing on, on socials, like I haven't done it in years. You know, people used to do those shoe boxes that they'd, they'd send to Africa. They'd send somewhere oh, in Africa. Things yeah, like that. They still do them in my church. Yeah, like like in local like churches and like yeah, local like, community groups, people do stuff like that. And I haven't done it in years since I was a child, but I'm thinking this year there's um, mm-hmm. a, a brand, or not a brand, a company I follow on Instagram and they're called Freedom from Torture. And they work a lot with like the refugees and asylum seekers in the UK. And they're, they're asking for like donations to help send like hampers and stuff to some of the refugees that are over here. And I'm, I'm going to contribute. Um, yeah. Because it's like you forget that so many people are going through so much stuff. And I guess it's the time where you've got to be a bit more giving um, or you should think about being a bit more giving. So, yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that need some warmth and some, some light in their lives. Yeah. And we hope that we can be that warmth for you. Mm. And, um, yeah. <laughs> we hope that we bring some light into your life, you know. And we see you just... 
sometimes Christmas isn't merry. Sometimes it's a bit shit. Sometimes yeah. it's like you have to see family members that you don't want to see. And sometimes it's like, actually, let me just have some peace. Let me just watch films all day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing I keep getting asked as well this year. Oh, wait, have we introduced ourselves? I'm Alexandra. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'm Diana. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone. Oops. Um, yeah, that was, it was sorry, because we were just working out if it was Christmas or New Year's yet. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but like, some, I feel like everybody has been asking me this year, like, oh, what, 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 what do you guys have for dinner at Christmas? And I was like, I felt like it was such a weird question. But I guess it's like. It's a very grown. It's a very grown up question. Yeah, I guess is. like because all of them, yeah, they're probably like all cooking and getting all their, preparing their it. food supplies and everything mm. ready for what they're gonna cook on Christmas Day. So, um, yeah, it just seems like a very grown up question because it's just like it you know, is. like I think we, I think we're gonna have curry goat this year because we, <laughs> we had curry goat last year and it was actually really nice, like as well because my mom. Like I've just I've never known my mum to make curry goat and she decided last year that she was making curry goat and we were like, huh? Um and it, but it was so good. Um, oh I love so that. It was like, yeah, and yeah, but she's she's doing it again this year and it was Wait, it was so good last year. So Talk me through yeah. your your Christmas day like eating schedule like do you have a big breakfast you have a big lunch you, what, what, how does it go because I love hearing about people because everyone so, is so different <laughs> yeah so we are schedule so yeah we do have a big breakfast because mm. okay actually I need to start from Christmas Eve yeah yeah we have Christmas family Eve. who come down Christmas Eve um so like so we, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna say like we used to go to church like because my mum usually to church plays Christmas in church. Eve. That's our tradition as a family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like we, um, yeah. So we used to go to church Christmas Eve. My mum usually plays saxophone in that oh, in that service as well. Love that. Um, so she would have to go early. Then I'll go down with like my cousins and my uncle um, and maybe my sister and whatever. I can't remember if we went I don't think I went to church last year because I feel like COVID was still kind of around last year wasn't mm, it yeah yeah so I think I just didn't bother I was just like no what I'm not gonna bother um, yeah and I don't I don't think we went um, so then yeah because we had yeah so Christmas and Christmas Eve we always get Chinese <laughs> stop it <laughs> stop my family do this yeah. we either get Chinese or pizza <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we always get a Chinese every Christmas Eve. So um, basically, like, my uncle and his family, they're down and they'll be staying with us. Mm. Um, Yeah, so get Chinese Christmas Eve. Then, so then Christmas morning so we'd have a big breakfast so it usually be mm. like my mum will put in like you know when you can get those little bread baguette things but they're like tiny for one person yeah yeah I love those yeah so so we usually have those my mum will put those in the oven um we'll have like I don't know bacon sausages beans mm. eggs everything and then whatever left whatever left over from the Chinese yes mm-hmm. from the night before um so we'll have all of that um then we'll kind of like and that's kind of while people are get kind of getting ready and stuff like that in the morning mm. we don't get up as early as we used to because we're not mm-hmm. children anymore and yeah just like whatever <laughs> um yeah and then 
yeah and then we just start chilling so then we'll have some movies that we'll be watching for christmas mm-hmm. and my sister has made well actually my cousins this year because the past few years yeah my cousins because they're like 16 and oh, 16 and 40 oh my gosh 16 and 14 <laughs> now crazy but like usually they've watched every single film on netflix like everything <laughs> they've watched everything and so my sister is like my sister would be saving a film a christmas film that's come out mm. on netflix for then for then um one of them to be like oh yeah i watched that oh yeah i've watched that and then be like can you just not watch Jesus. them all can we just save some that we are going to allocate to watch <laughs> on Christmas day or to watch on Christmas Eve like literally yeah. so they literally this year they consciously said we are not going to watch um, there's a Lindsay Lohan Christmas film yeah, so I've they consciously that. said that they weren't <laughs> going to watch it yeah yeah. so they've consciously not watched it so we're going to watch that around Christmas and then we then it's just like cooking dinner all day and then it's dinner around four o'clock or seven o'clock I don't know whenever yeah. it's done um yeah and then we eat and then I'll tell the duck joke <laughs> shout out Audrey from the receipts I'm sorry that first year when I heard the duck joke yeah I said it I'm sorry the duck joke goes down with my family they love Wait, the duck joke say it now <laughs> okay so um, okay all, all credits of the duck joke goes to um, Audrey from the receipts and also actually it also goes to have you seen the duck song on YouTube what the annoying one where it's like any world of the way any world of the way yeah that that is actually the duck joke (laughs) (laughs) the song that song is the duck joke Um, anyway yeah so (laughs) yeah that that song is the duck jokes so um anyway yeah so shout out shout out to um them them lot who have given (laughs) me this duck joke which goes down well every christmas so Mm. Um, here's a, here's a joke. It goes, um, so a duck walks into a bar. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, there's another version where <laughs> where I do it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be saying the duck joke, and then I'll be like, so a duck walks into a bra, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's like another part of the joke because I always get, I always mix it up, and we just burst out laughing. So sorry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So Doug walks into the bar and uh, just went to the bartender and was just like, oh, uh, do you have any bread? And the bartender was like, uh, n- n- no, we don't We don't have no bread here. I'm sorry. So, so the duck was like, oh, okay, and went out. The next day, the duck walks into the same bar, goes up to the bartender and is like, oh, um, do you have any bread? And the bartender is just like, uh, no, duck, we don't, we don't have bread here like <laughs> we don't i told you yesterday we don't have bread here so the duck was like oh okay then so the duck walks out yeah the next day this duck walks back into the same bar and then it's just like oh do you have any breads and then the bartender's like look duck we don't i've told you two days ago we don't sell bread we don't have no bread please just get out we don't have bread hmm. the duck was like okay cool cool so the duck walks into the bar again and then uh, and goes to the bartender and is like, oh, do you have any, do you have any breads? And the bartender, now the bartender is annoyed now because like four <laughs> times this duck has walked into my bar and hasn't bought no drinks, just mm. wants bread. And he's just like, look, duck, we don't, we don't have no frigging breads. Yeah. So if you come in here again, I'm going to nail your beak down to the bar. And the duck was like, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, mate. So, um, and then the duck frightened, runs out of the bar. Mm. Um, Okay, the next day, 
the duck walks into the bar again and he goes up to the bartender and he goes do you have any nails <laughs> and then the bartender just confused it's like huh sorry no do we look like some diy shop we don't have no nails and, and then the duck goes oh okay do you have any breads and yeah that's that's the duck joke <laughs> Tee-hee. It's awful. Tee-hee. It's so bad. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we, we, we love the duck. We love the duck joke. In my family, we love the duck joke. I love the duck joke as well. I find it hilarious, <laughs> especially when I start saying that the duck walks into a bra. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do love a duck joke. The duck joke. It's so bad. It's but, just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love it. It's hilarious. But I just respect so people funny. that can tell jokes because I can't, like, I can't do it. It's not <laughs> part of my gift. <laughs> Did you like my delivery? Yeah, your delivery was good. Execution. Yeah, I try, and make, the de- I try, I, I try and make the joke my own, you know? I try yeah. to, you know, add in my own details and, you know, I'm a storyteller in it, so. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know how I, how, how I like telling stories, you know? You guys know that I tell a lot of stories on this podcast. <laughs> Mm. But yeah, <laughs> lots of stories. Um, yeah, lots of stories. What about you then? Go on, tell me some of your Christmas rituals. Oh my god, I thought you were gonna say tell me some of your jokes. I was like, don't do this to me. I have none. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay, Diana. Don't worry. I, w- I wouldn't put you on the spot like that. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Um, <laughs> my Christmas rituals. So tonight I'll be driving home for Christmas, and I'll be just okay. with my family. All right, vocals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we started drinking. You started drinking. Uh, you, you are. You have alcohol in that glass, don't you? I've had two gin and tonics, and I'm a lightweight. <laughs> so yeah, you could yeah, say I'm the drunk. Girl is drinking. <laughs> well, now I feel like I'm. Wait, let me get a drink. Two seconds, okay, guys. I'll continue. I'm. I'm not driving, by the way. My dad's picking me up because I'm drunk, or well, he's not picking me up because I'm drunk. But you know, like just to clarify. I'm not driving home for Christmas. My dad's driving me home for Christmas. Cause soft life. I'm not driving myself. Like my dad is picking me up. <laughs> but anyway, back to my Christmas rituals. I'll be home and um, seeing family. I might take, we, we do this as a family sometimes cause we live near the beach. We might take a nice refreshing walk to the beach, you know, walk along, they'll get some donuts and you know, maybe some chips and we'll just like talk about life and just you know enjoy enjoy just being outside and then probably christmas christmas eve we'll go to church in the evening and it's kind of like we're not religious as a family but the whole community kind of comes so it's people i grew up with so we all go to church no one's actually religious but people just go because it's like a cute family thing and there's lots of lights there's lots of like carols and it's cute so we go there and then you know like as yeah um so like <laughs> as people who like used to who would go to church mm. on Christmas Eve, obviously the church is always packed. Yeah, so um, packed. Like the church the church people really can't stand that. The church. Yeah, because when whenever Christmas Eve is packed, like people, the people who like regularly go to church will always be cussing the people who just go to church because it's Christmas. Such haters. <laughs> what happened to love thy neighbour? Let us in. Yeah, but it's like okay, fine. You can you can you know try and find your religion again uh, on Christmas. Uh, like so, I'm not fine. here for that. I'm here for the vibes, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm not here to find God. Like I'm I'm cool. I'm fine. 
Oh wow. I'm joking. I'll respect. Vibes, you know? I'll sing all the God hymns. I'll I'll literally respect. But like, <laughs> you know. We <laughs> I sing all the God hymns. The I God sing hymns. all the godly hymns. Because I am of God. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you know, I, right, little donkey so, and all of that. Away <laughs> in the manger and then man. No, it literally is little donkey. I'm listening to hymns. Oh yeah, I know. But we sing little donkey. Yeah. We sing. What do we sing? What are the ones we like? Yeah, because you uh, sing the Christmas hymns, isn't it? So the yeah, children ones. Harry so and little donkey. Away in a manger. Away in a manger. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, little boy. Oh, old oh, child, little child of Bethlehem. Is it? Yeah, Mary's that one. Godchild. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We sing "There Is No Room in Town Tonight." Um, that's an emotional one. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that one's awful. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I anyway. feel like it's, it sounds like it was. It's quite racist as well. It seems like what um, well, Suella Braverman no- would sing. <laughs> Suella, Suella's <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> it's actually that was her favorite. <laughs> It literally, it probably so is. That's awful. There is no room in town anyway, tonight. Okay. So you've got to sleep in a fucking barn with no protection. No, she she wants to she wants the wave to send you back to France. That's yeah. what she wants. You're not even allowed in the barn. You're not even allowed in a barn in Kent. Mm-mm, none of that. <laughs> but after, anyway, after we go sorry, to church sorry, we then we either get pizza yeah. or Chinese food and some of our neighbours sometimes come around like family friends we all like chill together have a few drinks and oh, then cute. it's normally quite a chilled night like you know some people I've realised that a lot of people go to the pub on Christmas Eve like they, they reconnect like my brother probably will reconnect with like school friends and stuff it's like I don't actually have school friends mm. so I don't really have anyone to reconnect with at a pub <laughs> so I'll, I'll just chill at home I'll chill at home with my family and then um, Christmas day there were, wake there up there were times yeah actually there was a weird time when I did mm. meet some school when I met a school friend um yeah and like obviously I don't usually have school friends <laughs> to be meeting them like that but yeah like I, there was a time when I did meet some some boys from my school but I didn't meet any of the girls from my school and it was just been like mm, you pick look, me. I'm not friends with you guys I'm not friends with them guys why am I going <laughs> like like why are these yeah. people still trying to keep in contact with me it's weird but um I know but, hey, so obsessed. Like, oh, clearly I'm just such a such a great person they just wanted to stay in contact mm-hmm. in it so what can I do about that you know my fans when my fans are calling yeah sometimes you've got to answer yeah Yeah, send send them to the podcast anyway (laughs) my school friends (laughs) we just we have no contacts like for a reason so I don't I can't imagine that yeah I'd ever like be like oh let's go to the pub girls let's let's go chill at the pub um so yeah I just Mm. chill with my family and then um, what else do we do? Christmas Day, wake up, we open our presents, Have we all have a cup of tea. My granny comes around for a little bit and then she goes to church and then um, we play some games. So like me, my brother and sister and, and parents, to be fair, we'll play some PlayStation games that we grew up playing. So we'll play like GTA, mm-hmm. some of the like iconic games on there. We'll play a bit of Crash Bandicoot. We'll play um, oh, some Bandicoot. of the old fighting what, games. Wait, what PlayStation? 
I think my brother's got like one of the newer ones, but you can play the old games on them still. That like if you still oh, got the old games. Cool. Yeah, so we that's cool yeah because, and like, we've even Crash got Bandicoot. playstation 2 like that the old run. ones that we've got one just stored yeah, somewhere but you can play all the the games that you loved on one of those yeah because well our playstation 2 definitely just the, the something the controllers weren't working or like the ports <laughs> where you plug in the controller it just it just like died on itself yeah. one time and it was just like oh that's really um, annoying yeah very annoying but yeah yeah to be honest actually we play just dance <laughs> yeah like stuff like that that makes you feel childish again i love it like i, we, I love play, stuff like we that we play just dance um and and super smash bros mm. um yeah what else yeah and just dance is one that everyone can get involved with with mm. so like my sister obviously will come for just dance all the time mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> and then Super Smash Bros is hilarious mm. like, I feel like Super Smash Bros is the funniest game to play and it's the funniest game playing with people and all the time you just I just get my cousins just screaming Alex Alex because like I'm just <laughs> killing them all the time and they <laughs> and as well they're trying to figure out what the controls are it is hilarious <laughs> You know, yeah. I used to be so intimidated when I was younger of, you know, where you walk into the arcades and there's girls on the dance machines and they're doing, mm. it's like they live there and they know the routine like off by heart. I used to be so and intimidated. I just be by the 2P machine. Like this is, this is my jam. Like I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get involved over there because I just don't, I don't have the skills. I don't have the skills that these girls have. <laughs> I used to feel so shy. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Like, yeah. I used to not PlayStation. Yeah, but love to play it. in the arcade machines because my mum wouldn't give me any money. Really, she didn't want to encourage gambling. <laughs> <laughs> like we'd be allowed on just dance on the dance mat. We'd be allowed on the dance mat, um, but rarely. Like it used to be like, oh no, you can't go in there. It's a waste of money. Like it'd be like I would mm. sit on the on the racing chair just yeah. pretending that I was playing <gasps> it, but. <laughs> There used to be an arcade in the cinema. <laughs> and that's why there used to be an arcade in the cinema and I really always wanted to go in there. And then it would just be like, I'll just pretend that I was playing it. Oh my God. And then it'd be like, come on, we need to go now. And it'd be like, okay. That's so sad. Literally, when I was young, I was a closet gamer. I really wanted to game. I wanted to be a gamer so badly. Your mum was like, no. But, <laughs> but it was just like, literally both, no, both of my parents were like, no. Cause like, I remember, so I never thought I could like ask for things growing up. Mm. And I remember my friends had Game Boys and my cousins had Game Boys and I really wanted a Game Boy, but cause it was a Game Boy, I thought I couldn't have one. Um, mm. <laughs> cause I thought it was cause it was for boys. It's for and boys. So I thought I couldn't have one. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then um, when I was, yeah. And then, then I remember, I, I remember asking for an a Nintendo DS for Christmas. And like, yeah. I even asked for one late. I asked for one late after everybody already got one. I was asking for one really late, mm-hmm. and I didn't get one. 
<laughs> so then um and but then i got one for like one of my birthdays because my auntie bought me one but basically mm-hmm. they'd been to america so obviously you can buy you could buy stuff cheaper in america mm. so she'd bought one to, so they had bought quite a few in america and so they gave me one so mm. i was like oh i got a, i got a nintendo ds but then it took me ages to buy a uk charger for it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as well i couldn't afford to buy the games myself so I only had Mario Kart on there. Oh, <laughs> so it was just like I couldn't like I only had Mario Kart. Like it just took ages to even be able to buy mm. games. Um, like because that was a proper saving I had to do to be able to buy a game. Yeah. Um, and then I just remember I just flippantly I just kind of just asked I got asked what do I want for my birthday and I just said okay I want a Nintendo Wii. And then I got one and I was just so oh, surprised. And even cute. the Nintendo Wii was even late as well. I was yeah. so surprised that I got a Nintendo Wii because I didn't get a Nintendo DS. So I was mm-hmm. so surprised. That's um, good that you were spoiled for Legend of Zelda. You kind of, it, it probably made you more like excited when you actually got it because you're like, I've been wanting this for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then um, when I was 13, so I got, I got the Wii Fit when I was 13, but I was kind of like, oh yeah, my sister will like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, but obviously it was a present for me, but then it was just like, but like Wii Fit, like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> it is, you know, like I have no desire for, you know, why do I want to be doing fitness in my house? And I like, I, I go dancing, I do yeah. gymnastics, I do all these things. So what, what are you trying to say? We fit was not, was not like branded or promoted towards children. It was for like adults. I wanted to it was not. It, yeah, it was. It was like for adults, so adults could also use the console to make it a very family oriented yeah, thing. It was one of those first things, wasn't it? Before some virtual gyms and virtual at home, like working out, you know, where you can connect now yeah. online. It was one of the first kind it was of ones. Very, of that. It was a very ahead of its time. Mm, yeah. yeah, very ahead of its time before Fitbit. Yeah. That's so true. Mm. Yes, it was very ahead of its time. And as well, it's just like such a, the Wii Fit was just so weird because in the mm-hmm. sense of like, okay, you had where, okay, you had it where so adults would use it, but then also the kids would use it. Yeah. And it's just like, but what are we trying to promote for these? Like how boring, like how sad. <laughs> but but then they also did make so games using the Wii Fit board, but still like, it's just crazy. Like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but gaming oh, you know at what? Christmas Game is, is iconic. so fun. Like it just makes it because you've got so the bit fun. time off. You can just literally enjoy playing the games. Like the past the past couple of years, because like so last year was the first year I had my Nintendo Switch mm. um, over Christmas. But my cousins had one had got theirs like the year before I did. Mm-hmm. So like that was just so much fun. But obviously they didn't have Super Smash Bros because they don't know they don't be knowing the things right. Yeah. So obviously with my <laughs> Switch and I've got Super Smash Bros. And then I'm showing them the things, and they're like, "Oh, oh gosh, this game is this game is a lot of fun," um, you know. Like, so now I'm I'm showing them I'm showing them the real things, isn't it? But um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what game used to be like elite gaming? Mm. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh my god, <laughs> that used to stress me out because it was very Why serious was so and good? very tricky. Like that, it, it was yes. actually a tricky game to perfect. 
Like people, yeah. <laughs> people were so crafty where it's like, I'll pick Bowser for this one because I know he's stronger at this and I can do, I just used to be like, fucking yeah. hell. Like I, back then I was like, I'll just do whatever. Like I'm enjoying playing the games, but it was like strategic. No, you need it tactics. It was so strategic. You have to be strategic. You, it's like mm. these, you have to be strategic in like what characters you choose in Mario Kart as well. Like you need yeah, to know what do. characters and you the play best with. Like this one's quicker. Yeah, this one. <laughs> you don't choose Toad for Literally. this one. Choose Bowser. <laughs> oh, you know what I played recently? Um, Guitar mm. Hero. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. We didn't used to play yeah. that growing up. I played it at friends' parties and stuff, but we didn't have it at my house. Oh, oh gosh, growing up. Okay, my cousin. So they. That girl had everything. She had Guitar Hero as soon as it came out. And then she also had the garage band. <laughs> With the drums and everything. And drums. two guitars. That's excessive. Literally. <laughs> crazy. And that game, like, they were always on that game. And you know what's so funny is that, like... Okay, you see this girl now. She is not... Like she didn't, she didn't go through an indie phase. Like she didn't mm-hmm. go through that phase. But the way she knows <laughs> off all those songs because of Guitar That's Hero, hilarious. Like, <laughs> it is. It's so funny. Um, but that yeah, was like indie phase. Yeah, I played that. Um, literally, I played. Yeah, that Guitar Hero was her indie phase. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like we. Um, I played Guitar Hero at NQ sixty four. Um, I went mm. there recently. That was that was fun though because I was still quite good. So I was playing on medium. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it said I'm uneasy. So yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that's so cute. Um, but yeah. What else did I do at Christmas? Mm. I oh yeah. So for breakfast, after we played some games, my dad and my mum sometimes. Mostly my dad will start cooking some Caribbean food for breakfast, which is really cute. He will make some like sometimes and we have nice. like mac and cheese. I usually make my vegan mac and cheese. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have like salt Mac-a-fish fish and ackee, but I won't have salt fish. Um, well, that will just be, fish, yeah. it won't be breakfast, it will be at like 11. So like 11, it's like, like it's okay. Yeah, like brunch. For breakfast, we might have a bit of toast, but then like for brunch, we'll have mm-hmm. like um, some Caribbean food. And then afternoon, probably about two-ish is when we have our dinner. Um, and it will be, mm. yeah, just like, everything parsnips stuffing balls i have vegan peas and blankets mm. ready for me and i'm so excited um i'm gonna maybe have to do a review on what what this stuff tastes like because people are like what the hell like when i've spoken to my colleagues about it they're like what is that like what is vegan pigs and blankets but you can get this stuff literally in sainsbury's mm. now like it's so accessible it's amazing yeah um but yeah saw, i'm just really um, excited for all of I that i saw shout out Shout out to Veganizer on on Instagram, but I saw him making yeah, um, love his vegan pigs and blankets with with aubergine. And my oh, dad that's really is cool. my dad. Yeah, my dad used to be pescatarian, but he's mm. gone full veggie now. Oh, cool! Um, so, so now we're trying to find things without fish mm. um, and stuff. So like, but I was uh, like sending my mom some things. That he, yeah. um, I sent him Rachel Amma's post of um, Corino goats. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, Rachel Amma looks so good. good. Yeah, and it looks like curry goat. Mm-hmm. It, it does. Good, so, it's, yeah. it's wild. Hopefully, in the future, I'm thinking with guests, I'm gonna start reaching out to these vegan legends because like we've got so many amazing like Caribbean people and just black people in general that are making yeah. such amazing Caribbean food and are releasing books yeah even the and original flavour they do they have yeah, some good vegan recipes they do. as well 
They do. Um, yeah, and it's very on brand for me at least. And you're open to stuff anyway. Mm. So it's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I like looking, I like seeing things because mm-hmm. I would I would try more vegan dishes if they were like Caribbean based. And I know, yeah. so I know that they're going to taste like something and it's not yeah, going to just taste true. like vegetables. So like I'd be open to trying it. Yeah, it's like there needs, there's Eat of Eden, which is like a really, really, really good Caribbean place in London, but I haven't explored mm-hmm. enough. I'm sure there's more, um, especially in like Southeast London, but um, yeah, maybe that's going to be my thing in the new year. I am trying to go to more restaurants because I want to, I want to like have my favorite spots. You know what I mean? Like I want to know like, this is my favorite vegan restaurant. This is my favorite place to go for like mm. Indian food. And this is my favorite place to go for like Caribbean food and just, you know, I feel like I feel that like it's hard. Me. It's hard to know because there's, it's hard to mm. try and explore that, to be able to have the favorites, mm-hmm. because it's like there's too many to be exploring. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah, and I feel like that's what makes it difficult because it's just like there's so many to explore that it's like you don't have time to be able to even go back for a second time true. to the places that's true and it's like i'm not gonna yeah. eat out like five days a week <laughs> i gotta save exactly. my money legit <laughs> yeah um okay so considering it's new year's coming up um mm. what like what are kind of some of your goals or what are kind of like some of your actually no 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 first before goals let's talk about what we're taking from 2022 like what are we taking from 2022 and should we we say what we're leaving in 2022 yeah okay let's say um yeah what we're taking and leaving do you have any i'm trying to think i'm trying Hmm. to think I'm trying to think. Leaving? I think what what am I leaving? Oh, there's so many things to dash in the bin. I'm leaving um, actually. I'm leaving wasting people's time because I feel like I may have wasted a few people. You know, I said I'm getting better at rejecting people. I I, I yeah. feel like in the new year I'm gonna just make an even more conscious effort to like not waste people's time because I feel like it's it's really disrespectful okay. and like if I don't like someone no, if like someone a- I don't like something I'm gonna make it a bit clearer like and be a bit more yeah, like I feel like loud that's <laughs> a good thing especially in kind of learning that oh maybe mm. in that situation I wasn't a hundred percent in it so maybe I should have just left it alone quicker. And like yeah, that, yeah. I feel like that's an interesting concept in like growth for you as well, because you're just kind of like, actually, maybe I wasn't, I was in the wrong in that situation. And maybe yeah, people could have been better off mm-hmm. where I could have, if I just left them alone quicker. And I think yeah. that's a really interesting learning. I think that's, that's quite a good one. Cause it's something that you've learned and it's something that for yourself, is improvement for yourself because it's like mm-hmm. you no, know I'm leaving this alone because what does it have to benefit me? So I think that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, same. Mm. What am I leaving? No, what I really and I uh, I really don't want to kind of jinx it. I really don't want yeah. to. I don't I don't want to foreshadow and 
then be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I really, this okay, this is what I want to leave. I really want to leave dating apps. I want to leave dating mm-hmm. in general <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> I'm tired now. I feel like, look, I feel like guys, I feel like I've got enough dating stories for all of you already. I feel like the past, mm-hmm. the past four to five years of dating, I feel like it's been enough. Um, and I think I'm tired <laughs> and I want to leave it alone. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to be re up hinge in 2023. <laughs> I don't That's want to, fine, I really though. don't want to. I, I actually, I know what you mean because it's like, it gets to a stage where it's like, actually I've been on these apps for like three plus years. <laughs> and it's just fucking miserable. <laughs> And, it's and dating's like, hard. Is it me? <laughs> Am I the problem? Uh, maybe I am the problem. But how could I be? I'm so fantastic. Like, Literally. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I think I want to leave. As much as I love Hinge, I think I want to leave it in 2022. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to be back on any dating apps in 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just make it happen let's see let's see how that goes um yeah yeah but i just don't to be honest this is what i'm manifesting i've had i've had on my manifestation list anyway for a long time somebody's son mm. so like yeah. i i feel like i've been manifesting in it for long enough i feel like it's my time mm-hmm. and Yay. Hinge can be left in 2022. I think that, yeah, that's what I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to like try my that. best. I like that. I wish I could say the I'm, same, but oh, it's Also, just... what I'm going to leave. I'm also leaving the talking stage. I'm tired yeah. of talking. I'm, I'm No more. No more talking. You're really, you're really <laughs> no like... No more talking. You're convincing me. <laughs> you're convincing me to stop. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I should do the same. No, I'm, I'm going to be on I that like still. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you, you'll you'll still be on the apps, but I feel like you're still kind of in between having fun and then in between like knowing what you want. And I feel like Mm -hmm. as well at the same time, having fun is what helps you start to know what you what you're looking for and what you want. Mm. So you know, it's all on the same kind of gauge. Yeah, it's true. Together, because I really like like what what's kind of different from you and I. I like people meeting people in real life like I really bounce off it and it really gives me like so much energy it makes me like them more than mm-hmm. when I speak to people in real life but hinge is just so easy to find people and yeah. kind of like narrow things down and be like actually are we going to be compatible it helps cut through all yeah. of the oh I don't know anything about you to oh okay I know bits and bobs about you and it's going to be a bit easier so it's like yeah mm. I'm kind of just I'm Agreed. just going with whatever like I'm just seeing what works best but I do really love meeting people in real life and in 2023 I'm definitely open more to meeting interesting people and being in spaces where I'm meeting interesting and attractive men in real life <laughs> that would be amazing interesting. interesting and attractive it's the way how you have to put both in the same sentence because it's very rare just to clarify <laughs> interesting attractive like, what and, kind of you know, bullshit has is a that? career <laughs> has a career you know has something going for them yeah just yeah the list goes on yeah but keeping it short and sweet <laughs> yeah um, yeah okay so what are you what are you bringing into 2023 
Um, what am I bringing in? I'm going to try, as I was saying the other day, I'm going to try and get more modeling jobs. I'm going to try and make this like, I know we, we talk about side hustles and it's like, oh, we shouldn't have side hustles, but I'm going to try and make this an actual thing. Because I mean, like, I've, we don't, yeah. we don't say you shouldn't have side hustles. No. We like, we don't say that. What we do say though, is that we're not about to be begging for a side hustle for the fact that we need a side hustle because everybody has a side hustle and yeah. we need a side hustle which is going to turn into our main thing that's what we try not to promote because that is promoting like a unhealthy work-life balance exactly. kind of thing like i so i yeah. want it to be like authentic so like it's things that kind of align mm-hmm. with me anyway like i'm getting jobs and stuff through my skincare page on instagram and then i'm also like like that's connecting me to like modeling modeling jobs that are away from skincare so i'm thinking like i'm i've done modeling twice in the past so i did it once for like asos marketplace when i was like just mm. turning 20 and then i did it a few years ago when i was a sports model and i did the work with like adidas and new balance and now i'm thinking third time lucky mm. i'm actually gonna just put my all into it because before i was like oh i don't really want to be a sports model i don't want to do this i want to actual like i want to be working on my actual career and now i'm just like well i may as well just be putting myself out there and you know sending my polaroids to people yeah. and just seeing what i can do while i'm young and sexy like why not just you know make the most of Might my youth well. Yeah, so I'm going to just see how it goes yeah. and I'll keep people updated with how things are going, but I'm going to just try and push myself every month. I'm going to have little like things that I want to try and do, like, oh, I want to reach out to this brand or I want to reach out over here and do this and do that. So yeah, I'll see I'll see how it goes. But that's what I'm bringing into New Year with me, like more opportunities to make money. <laughs> and obviously like mm-hmm. without, like th- there's that and then there's like that to all life stuff. Like obviously I want to be healthy. I want to enjoy time with my family and friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to think, what do I want to take? I just want to be traveling. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I want to be doing. Like, I just, yeah, I just want to be abroad. I feel Mm -hmm. like I wasn't abroad enough this year. Um, Mm. Like I I was away twice, but they were both like weekends basically. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I just want to be in proper places and I want to feel like I'm financially stable to go to these places. Mm. I don't want to feel like oh, I'm scrounging and stuff. So that's what I want to take into 2022. I want to be able to travel. I want to just be able to do the things that I want to do and yeah, yeah. what I enjoy doing. And that's what I want to take in. Um, and to not feel like I'm financially pressed when mm. when I'm trying to do that. Um, so yeah, which I think I'm getting there. We'll see. I like, I mean, I've already got my first trip booked for Jan. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, you know, yeah, already on the on right What's on your like, list for next and... year? Where do you want to go? Okay, next year. So I'm mm-hmm. going, so, well, okay. I am going to Bulgaria for definite mm-hmm. in January. Um, so that's a new place. Let me see. I want to go to the Caribbean at some point this year. Mm-hmm. Um... And I would like to go to Tanzania for my birthday. Mm. Um, Amazing. So, and then and then I'd probably say maybe Amsterdam or maybe or a couple more like staycations in the UK. Like I've actually enjoyed mm-hmm. kind of my UK trips this year. 
Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like Scotland. I feel like Aberdeen was kind of my favorite trip that I've done mm-hmm. this year. To be honest, um, what about Paris and, and Dorset? <laughs> and I've re- I really enjoyed Dorset as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like those, and it's crazy that like my favorite trips this year were actually in the UK. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would like to kind of see more places in the UK and stuff as well. Um, but basically, I want to go to the Caribbean and I want to mm-hmm. go to Tanzania for my birthday. But we'll see about if Tanzania will work depending on how the Caribbean works, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I've got some potential trips booked like potential trips are penciled in for 2024 and that makes me feel excited that makes me feel like like cool I've got something Mm. coming so I just I just want these trips like booked in and Mm -hmm. I just and what it is is that I feel I just feel like knowing that I can like book and pay for these trips myself just makes me Mm. feel so like it just makes me it just makes me feel really good like financially like mm. I, like I, I can't explain it like when i when i booked to go to thailand singapore and malaysia like the fact that i paid for that myself mm. was just so like i think back and i'm just i'm just so it to be honest it's like my proudest moments cuz i've been mm-hmm. able to do that myself like and i did it myself i went by myself i paid for it myself and i did everything for myself and that just makes me feel so good. The fact that I could save that money and do what I wanted to do with it. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, that's another thing. I need to stop buying bags. I'm not buying any more bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying any bags in 2023 because I've got enough. I've got enough bags now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So my bag money is going on my on my flights. Holidays. <laughs> Love that. So, Yeah. I think as well, like a big thing for me as well is just elevating with the podcast. Like, I just love this. I actually love this. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I think next year, I'm just excited to bring on new guests. I'm excited to um, continue just talking about things, anything, like things that just come mm. to mind, any sort of current affairs that we're interested in. Um, and yeah, just growing the audience. I'm just really, yeah, I'm really into that. I think it's going to be really a really fun year. Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm enjoying doing the podcast. Like, mm. I feel like, I think what I enjoy most about this podcast is just that these the things that we talk about. I feel like they need to be spoken about. Do you know mm. what I mean? And. And as well, like I, I have realized I have a lot of opinions on a lot of things and it's mm-hmm. nice having an outlet where I can just put my opinions out there mm-hmm. and just have it there and people can go back and listen. And then it's not as kind of like, it doesn't feel like as tiring and it doesn't feel like it's like an argument when I'm trying mm-hmm. to explain my opinion, when like just when you're talking to people in general. So yeah. it's nice to having yeah. an outlet where it's just like, actually, this is what I think about this the end <laughs> like, yeah yeah you know um and yeah, like and agree. you know I don't, I don't have to be right I might not be right which is fine but like literally it's fine but it's just like I have an opinion and I feel a type of way so and this is just how I feel about it kind of thing yeah it's so, literally yeah. like we've created a safe space for us to be able to talk about things and not 
feel triggered or judged mm-hmm. or even though there are times where we'll feel triggered but it's not like we're triggering each other and it's like oh let's play devil's advocate it's like no we'll we'll actually have productive conversations yeah. and we'll talk about things that we're interested in talking about um yeah it's just nice i i, I really enjoy having a podcast yeah. you know one thing that i've been thinking about recently is like mm. i'm really tired of being woke if that makes sense. And I feel like we've spoken about this before, but sometimes yeah. it's just like, sometimes I just want to complain with everybody else about like, oh, postal strikes, oh, the, the train yeah. strike is striking again. Sometimes I just want to complain, but and I, but it's like, it's so tiring being woke. I'm just feeling so aware of things because it's like, when people want to complain about the rail worker strike and I'm like, yeah, but they deserve the money when people mm. want to complain about nurses yeah but the nurses deserve the money and the postal yeah but they also deserve the money like you know and it's just yeah it's yeah. just getting tiring just feeling like trying to argue on the side of what everybody else from like what everybody else is just kind of seeing on surface level mm-hmm. and it's tired yeah, trying but- to argue for the reasons why because the sorry like the media they're trying to divide us. So can we just not be divided, please? And yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, sometimes I'm just, it's exhausting. Just, <laughs> it's exhausting yeah. being so woke. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> I think, I think though, with, with things like that, with the strikes in the UK, it's like, maybe it is exhausting, but then how exhausting must it be being on the other side and blaming strikes for for all of your problems like, i could not imagine waking exactly. up exactly like, oh the fucking people striking like imagine that being you like i'm i feel like we kind of sim- uh, simplify it where it's like okay they're striking for a reason because they want to pay rise there's not a yeah. small pot of money that we're all like trying to grab for there is a pot of money that should go around to everyone because we all pay our taxes so all public mm-hmm. services should be able to access that i think it's kind of like common mm-hmm. sense to think well, if people are striking and their their money isn't going up with inflation figures, then they should des- they deserve to have a pay rise. Like I I think with, yeah. with stuff like this, it's like I'm not I'm not drained at being on this side because it's like it's common sense. It's like it's, in my head, it's like yeah. this makes sense, and I'm not stressed because I know that they deserve I feel like, it. <laughs> I feel like what what I'm finding exhausting is the fact that it's like, it's the repetition of being like, yeah, but you know that they need a pay rise. So why are you still complaining? Like your stuff yeah. will get to you <clears throat> when it gets to you. And I feel like as well, what I'm finding exhausting as well is just being like, just feelings, just being so aware and feeling so sensitive. I feel like last episode, like last week's episode, I was feeling so sensitive about so many things because there's a lot of horrible mm. things happening, and it was physically draining me. And I'm f- mm-hmm. and I'm really feeling very emotional for a lot of for the state of a lot of people in this country. And it's just like, and mm. I just feel like I'm so helpless in that sense, mm. and. I'm finding that being draining and mm-hmm. yeah but that's not anything that I'm trying to leave or whatever or take into 2022 <laughs> guys don't get it twisted we I'm just can finding make that I'm just more fun. feeling 
yeah i'm just feeling very aware that sometimes i'm tired of being woke like sometimes this is like can i just enjoy the megan and harry documentary just for what it is like can i just enjoy the story and not be trying to think of all the other aspects and oh should they be doing more like yeah sometimes can can we just yeah can we just give credit to for at least they're doing something (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is just the start of something 100 percent on that because it's like we did our review on the Meghan Harry, the first chunk of the documentary series. Yeah. And we kind of were like, yeah, like we gave our opinions, you can listen back, but we didn't, we weren't too critical because we were, to be fair, we were seeing the best. We were like, Harry is so in love with Meghan. I want this love. Like we were literally, we were seeing this like yes. some type of fairy tale. Like, and now and we've been seeing no, online They, they that sold people, me the love story. Yeah, they sold me the love story <laughs> and it fucking works. But then everyone else is like, yeah. oh, um, actually, well, not everyone else, but a lot of people online are like, Megan only is complaining and creating all of this hysteria, well, not hysteria, all of all of this content because she actually wants to assimilate and she's annoyed that she couldn't assimilate and benefit from. But then, um, who doesn't the, want to assimilate? Monarchy, yeah, and <laughs> like let's 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 talk I, about that. <laughs> let, no, but let, let's talk about it because to an extent, and growing up, people have assimilated and people have done what they've had to do to assimilate. And yeah, until we wake up and realize, oh, that's what we've been doing all this time. How are you meant to know? And okay, maybe that, yes, that came very late in Megan's journey and very late in Harry's mm. journey. But like, but then as well, when you kind of think about how, because when I met you, I was just like, mm. I was very surprised by a lot of your opinions of what you were speaking up against because mm. like a lot of mixed race girls that I have met in my lifetime don't think like that. And they mm. do try and coast on the fact on the fact that they're mixed race and they coast on the fact that being mm-hmm. light skinned, they coast on those things. And they do try and a lot of people that I've met, well a few people I've met have tried to do that where they do try and turn a blind eye to their blackness. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that I'm seeing someone of such high profile and on TV openly saying this it's just like oh thank you for just saying what what we are all thinking like you're just saying the things mm-hmm. you're saying your experience of what i've of what i have personally observed and you are calling yourself out and it's just like actually this is the most that i've seen someone especially of such a high level do that because mm. most people are trying to pretend like they weren't like that when it's just like let's not get it twisted yes you were and it's okay yeah and even and to, she liked like, like, the camera so she was on that yeah, level anyway <laughs> there you go so like when i so when as well like i like you know so it's just like it's just i feel like to be honest i found it refreshing because i'm sorry you don't see a lot of white people calling themselves out like and especially for someone who has grown up in the propaganda and part of the propaganda Mm. of the monarchy, like it must be a lot to then challenge your whole upbringing. Yeah. You know, Mm. like, cause you've grown up in that propaganda. You've been told this is what's right and that's it. Like, yeah, it's like- And this is just the beginning. It's true. Like, this is what yeah. I was saying when we were watching. It's like, it, this is their enlightenment period. They're like, oh, like the light bulb has switched on. And they're like, okay, yeah. right, we've got a lot of learning to do. And I feel like I enjoyed the series. I don't want to delve too deeply into it, but like, I enjoyed the series yeah, because it was entertainment. It was like, it was, yes. and there was good <laughs> critical analysis alongside from the historians and, and the journalists and stuff. <laughs> and it's yes. also triggered a lot of enjoyed. interesting 
conversation outside of the documentary. So I'm kind of, mm. I'm enjoying all of this commentary on it because I find it so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like it, I, I think it's done more, like some people have said it's done more harm than good, but I think it's done more good because we're I all talking so. about about the monarchy. We're all, we're all talking about you know, whether it's worthwhile. We're, we're talking about and the like, history and again, of the royal family. And again, all the press can take from it is a curtsy like literally like <laughs> when they've got nothing when they've got nothing they can't do anything mm. with it that means that we've got them they start they've started speaking points that people have not tried to speak yeah so yeah. like it's the start of something you know gonna be starting something, something. gonna be starting something <laughs> you know it's the start it's the start of something new mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry <laughs> I think that's something else I'm gonna I'm gonna re up again this Christmas high school musical. Sorry, how did no, I come we and need bring this break. back to high school musical? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just feel like this is the start of something new. It feels so mm-hmm. right <laughs> to be here with you. To be here with oh. all of you. So. Oh, look <laughs> oh. it in. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's you know the story of Harry and Meghan. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough about them. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it again. Like you said, because it was entertaining. Like it was very yeah. entertaining, and I just loved the reality TV aspect of it. I just loved it. I enjoyed I'm it. I'm obsessed with reality and, TV. Yeah, cool. The, and they also need to make their money somehow. <laughs> what, what, Let's what expect more content, more content. More <laughs> content. <laughs> more, content. more series more shows um, <laughs> it gets the views though so yeah <laughs> exactly okay coming back to like dating mm. what like okay because you've got sorry I'm just picking on what you what you've listed here yeah you've I got think dating versus dating... working on yourself pardon me was this not something we saw online where it's like oh someone said you have to choose between them i'm sure this was months yeah, ago but, but I can't why remember what it was. <laughs> but why you know can't what? you do both because like you know the whole aspect of i think we did see it somewhere mm-hmm. uh, maybe something like a b simone said or something like that mm. someone it's going to be someone like that <laughs> um but like why is it that you can't do both at the same time like what is it about what is it about working on yourself that you have to do that alone and that you can't do that while finding the person that you either want to be in a relationship with for a bit or say you want to be having fun why is it that it's like you can only do one or the other but and and as well the fact that it only really pertains to women i think personal experiences right when i've been in relationships i think just naturally things have to you're focused on the men like (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Naturally, you're just focused on that other person sometimes, oh, and sometimes yeah, you kind of leave so, yourself as well. You have to like kind of merge into their life, and they merge into your life. And people are like, oh, like you shouldn't compromise too much, but you do have to compromise. And I feel like when you're dating, or at least seriously dating someone, you do need to put a lot of time into it if you want something to work. I'm working on yourself. Mm -hmm. You can continue to go to therapy. You can continue to do all of the work on that journaling that you want to do. But if there's certain things that take up a lot of time, like for instance, a podcast, if you're doing a podcast with one of your friends and neither of you are that 
on keeping each other accountable or if you've got a blog that you want mm. you enjoy running but that's not your priority when you found this amazing person that you're obsessed with and you know everything around them is just shining and you're obsessed with them I think working that aspect of working on yourself and working on your interests and hobbies and the things you love sometimes drops off and it becomes like oh this but, is just a sideline thing because this person's so amazing and like, I'm, I'm dreaming of this life that we're going to create together but do you think that obsession is unhealthy and maybe you should be working on yourself to not be so obsessed I don't I think maybe it is unhealthy but because of the movies we watch and stuff we're kind of made to think this is love like this is what it's supposed to be like I'm this is and this is what it's gonna Mm. be like for a long time like I'm gonna feel like this when I'm with this person and we're gonna have this this feeling and this vibe for a long time I don't I don't think people think that that's gonna disappear like or at least I I don't know in those dating states like the first two months can be really intense if you really like someone I have a question in regards to those feelings of what you think it's meant to feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like that I've had times where I felt so connected with someone and like, and as well, even kind of verging on that, like I want to be obsessed with them. I really Mm -hmm. want to have this person in my life and it just hasn't worked out. Mm. And then I've been on the side where I've had, I've been dating someone where say, I'm enjoying their time. We get along, we have a good time. I'm not feeling that obsession. I feel like I like them, but I'm not Mm. feeling that obsession. So it's a bit more healthy, but then it's working out a lot better than that time when I felt like I was really wanting it and wanting something to work. And, you know, and maybe that feeling is, overrated maybe we've been taught the wrong things because Mm -hmm. maybe like that feeling or that obsession or that part you know when like you just really 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 fancy someone and it's just like oh my god I just want to be with this person this person only and all of this stuff like you just feel so strongly about it but maybe Mm -hmm. that isn't even the best (coughs) person to be in a relationship with maybe those feelings are mm. overrated maybe they've maybe those feelings are just kind of fleeting feelings where actually those relationships aren't meant to last long because and maybe the relationships where say you like the person you know you get along with them and you know you know that you can be on a level with them you know that you work together as a team and you know that you're on equal levels as a partner and you both kind of contribute to aspects of your relationship of your partnership maybe those are the relationships we should be going for rather Mm, than those ones where we're just feeling that obsession that's like ideal but then that's separating logic from emotions and it's like women or at least me and like the girls around me we've been taught to like lead with the emotion and it's like oh my god I'm feeling this thing and are we your logic just goes out the window yeah, are we also mm. over glorifying and over glamorizing the logic? Not not the logic, the, those emotions. Are we over? I feel like as well. This is like it's just like a thing that mm. that women we've been taught, we've been told that we keep getting told that we're emotional beings. We keep getting told these things, mm. and. 
but it's like it's like it's to like it's to put us down it's to keep us <laughs> suppressed so we keep chasing those people based on feelings when these people don't give a shit about us like I feel like we're being oppressed by these feelings <laughs> because we were told that we're emotional <laughs> beings it's just but then guys also feel it like say for instance like I'm just reading up now so if you look at like the brain's chemicals when you're in love oxytocin is released and it's known as like the, lo- the mm-hmm. love hormone it provokes a feeling of contentment calmness and security which are often associated with mate bonding so it's like an animalistic kind of thing that we all feel when we like someone yeah, but when I've but, but when I've been okay so yeah. but these feelings that you've explained to me like yeah. that happened at the very beginning of meeting someone. I've never felt calm and I've never felt at peace. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm feeling those ways, if you know what I mean? But when yes, I kind of taken time, gotten to know someone and I like them and it's like, those are the times when I start building feeling calm and I'm feeling peace and I'm feeling like, oh, I like being next to them and I like being around them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do know what you mean. Cause those first, that first like few yeah. weeks where it's like, okay, we're having phone calls. We're up at 3 a.m. And then we're sending voice notes. And like, I'm working, but I'm at work on my phone texting you. How embarrassing. Like yes. I've got a fucking job to do and I'm texting you while I'm at work. But like, this all is I want to do right. is just give you all my time. Yeah. And I haven't met yeah. you in real life yet. And then I meet you in real life and I fancy you and I kiss you. It's just like, it's just a lot of things like within like this two, is three well, Maybe you don't even meet them at all. <laughs> and also with all of this it's like when all of this happens is it like I, I kind of think that it never normally works out like I don't know any girl who has had it this like tumultuous like first few weeks of dating someone or getting to know someone or not even tumultuous but like this really like deep deep like few weeks and then all of a sudden like we're in a relationship and look we're in Ghosting. love and he's he's got the same energy because he won't have the same like it's the first few weeks where it's like the love bombing and they're like oh my god I'm gonna take you here oh my mum will like yes. you and all of this stuff and it's yes. not realistic and I feel like maybe it's a sign of immaturity it's like this is lo- like this is the relationship kind of phase while you're in your 20s this is how things go when you're in your 20s mm. like the dating is just intense 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 and then it breaks off and then intense again and then it breaks off yeah people are just excited by the intensity <laughs> yes yes and like the intensity just makes me feel awful I hate it I like yeah. this is why I'm leaving the talking stage in 2022 because I do not want to I, I don't want to talk to anyone I don't want to talk to you anymore like look I don't want to be talking <laughs> like why are we still talking I don't want to be talking anymore like just like take me to your mother and tell tell your mother Honestly. that I'm your girlfriend please like I just I don't want to be talking I'm tired I know what you mean I'm tired because if it's like if, it's, if you like me and if it's like you're looking at me and we've been talking a bit you know you know stuff about me we've been on a few days you know whether you want something serious with me or not by now so it's like why not exactly. step things up like yeah we can we can be patient yeah, and take our like, time but why not just make, make your mind clear? up or something yeah yeah like yeah, or make I don't your think mind that's up too much you to don't ask want, for. if you just want to be messing about like you can just make your mind up if you just want to be messing about or you actually want a relationship just make your mind up Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it comes to like dating and versus like working on yourself, you can definitely do that in the healthy way. What you were talking about when you you yeah. logistically think about things and you're not, uh, I just think we have been, we've been conditioned to think 
when that feeling comes along and you're just so excited about someone, you do end up dropping like some of your hobbies and like some of the the main things that you do to work on yourself, maybe like journaling and like taking the time because you think this person's amazing, but sometimes you do need just that switch in your head where it's like, okay, I need to think logically now. I need to balance balance things out, and even journaling will help with that. Like like writing things down and maybe mm. thinking thinking about what what your steps are, and you know, because these things they do come and go. When you're in your twenties, at least they come and go. That that excited feeling, it. It will go mm. like within a few months when they, you, you realize that I they're hate still talking that to other girls. <laughs> huh? God, it's the worst. I hate the feeling. It's the worst yeah. thing. I hate, I it. hate it. And I hate that stage as well. Like, I can't <laughs> stand it. Like, I'm just, gosh, this is just me thinking about the events of this year. Mm. Like, yeah, know. this is me thinking about the events of the year as well. Yeah, this, oh, no, I, I can't stand it. It's the then, worst thing. It's I like it awful. to some extent. I, I actually, I like, it's, it's just such a high and low. Like I will be having the time of my life. Like someone will be taking me here, taking me there. And I'll be like, oh my God, I'm really having fun dating this person. And I like them. And then literally within two days, it's like, so now they're airing me. So now, so now, oh, t- I've realized that they're talking to other girls. I've realized that I'm not their priority. And now it's like, I'm rock bottom. Like I'm like, see, and the this worst is why I worst. say like, this is why I say, is the feeling just actually like, is the feeling a hoax? Maybe it's better to like not be feeling as obsessed with someone, but feeling like, oh, mm-hmm. this person's nice. Let's see how it goes. Yes. But then you're enjoying their time. You're enjoying the day. And then you realize that you're having fun. Then you realize that you have things in common. You realize that, oh, you can have a conversation. And then it's like, oh, I do like you. You know, yeah. and I feel like I prefer that. Me too. Even it's though like I still do want to skip the talking stage. Huh? Yeah. Even though it's like, even though I, I said I still want to skip the talking stage though. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like you said, like, yeah, kind of like you're building a foundation because you know what I think about being friends, being your, your man, being your best yeah. friend. But it's like you're building that foundation kind of thing. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> you're building a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> friends <laughs> sorry <laughs> no thank you <laughs> i have friends <laughs> i have lots of friends actually <laughs> um, but yeah so I, yeah i just it's interesting thinking i feel like as well with the an odd i feel like dating versus working on yourself i feel like it shouldn't be an argument because working on yourself is a life is a lifetime thing you're going to be working yeah. on um, and I feel like there might be a time where you may need to take time out from dating every now and then, but you mm. will continuously work on yourself. But that's not to say that just because you're working on yourself doesn't mean that you don't deserve to find love or you can't find mm-hmm. love. Because yeah, while you're working on yourself, you're learning about things on yourself. And while you're dating, dating also helps you learn about yourself as well. It's so true. Like that's even yeah. me. Like this year, I've I've literally dating has helped me realize things about myself, and you know it. I've also been doing the work outside of dating to work on other areas that you know I want to improve about myself. So dating, like it isn't like you need to pick one or the other. You can do both. I think you've just got to be mindful about 
putting all of your eggs into dating or like most of your eggs into dating when it's like let's spread our eggs across everything and dating can just be part of it and you know you can enjoy yeah. dating you can enjoy meeting new people you can enjoy speaking to new people but you don't have to be so in it and neglect all of your other eggs and now all of your other eggs mm-hmm. are dead exactly and, you know yeah keep your eggs alive yeah please um, yeah exactly i agree and what, what i also think as well um um i find as well that we think of dating like it's like we think of dating and think of getting into a relationship like like getting into a relationship is the end goal however we're not thinking about the work it takes while you're dating and the work it takes while you're in a relationship and like and how relationships is just both of you learning how you guys want to grow together Mm, um that's true and i feel like that's something that we we don't we don't consider especially with all of the conversations everybody has about dating all the time we don't consider Mm -hmm. about what it is to be in a relationship and grow with a person in a relationship and trying to create that partnership and trying to have that you know just trying to have that together um yeah i Mm. feel like that's something that we just don't consider properly which i think is just a shame and oh i feel like what's what's a shame about it is more the fact that it's like it's a shock when people get into relationships and what they're still looking out just for themselves and thinking why doesn't this person understand me as a person but it's just like but you guys haven't kind of come together to try and learn how each other are as people Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah yeah i might just be rambling (laughs) no i know what you mean (laughs) i just feel i honestly feel weird talking about dating and and relationships because it's like i'm not in a relationship and i'm dating i'm barely dating so it's like oh like who am i to yeah but the thing is is that you have the but you have the experience dating so like Mm. why does that make you invalid to talk on it because you have the experience of dating you like even with what you said earlier about how you've kind of learned how to recognize that maybe you might be wasting someone's time and that's Mm -hmm. something that people don't talk about when they're talking about dating like they talk about getting ghosted they talk about all these things but then they don't talk about the times what about the times that you ghosted someone Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and it's like we're in this vicious circle of always talking about oh yeah I got ghosted and it's so upsetting but then but then we didn't give people grace when we ghosted them and it's a vicious circle because they those people have also been ghosted and they're feeling a type of way because they don't understand why so it's like kind of like giving an explanation and trying to let people know that actually this isn't working out actually maybe you're not getting a hundred percent of me and i've noticed that and that is something that you learn yeah. while you're dating like because i le- i had to learn that while dating and i had to learn that mm-hmm. sometimes there's certain people who will bring out the worst of me and will make me <laughs> into a fucking bitch like you know that was Honestly, something that i learned me. and it was just like actually yeah and I was like actually I don't like the person I am when I'm around you and actually that's not even your problem so let me leave you alone 
<laughs> you know? That was me the other day. Like I was so grumpy around this person. And then I was like, I don't know what's happened, but you've brought out the grumpy side of me and I'm not a, a massively grumpy person, but I feel like your mum. Like the way I didn't mm-hmm. say that to them, but I, I feel like I'm really mummy in you and yeah. I don't like feeling like that. And I kind of had to phrase that in a mm-hmm. nice way to this person. And then they kind of left it with me like, oh, I'm still interested in getting to know you though. I'm still in. And I just kind of thought, I don't know what more I have to say. So I, it's like sometimes you do really need to but, be clear about, look, I, I actually, and I, I don't think we're compatible. <laughs> but the thing is, I feel like those people as well, they kind of attract, and this is the thing. So I feel like those people attract or and prefer to be around people who are more dominating. Mm. So they're kind of, they're used to that behavior and they like that behavior. So yeah. then as, as well, especially as, Say if you're you as a person, because to me, it's like I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like in a lot of my relationships, I am quite submissive, just like as in, and these yeah. are even friendship relationships. Like mm. I can be submissive, and then if I'm in a relationship where we're on the same level, like okay, cool, we're equal. But mm-hmm. then, I, but when I look into my past and I look into all my friendships and stuff like that, a lot of my friendships, it has been kind of like like I'm the sideline character in a yeah. sense, yeah, and I feel like. I tend to attract those types of people. Then when mm. I attracted a person who is similar to me, a submissive person, so then in that situation, I'm the dominant one. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out like a bitch. They're fine. Yeah. They're still trying to w- work it out with me. But I'm just like, actually, mm. this isn't good for both of us. Like, mm-hmm. you deserve better. And I'm not giving you my best because you're doing my mm-hmm. friggin' head in. So, and it's like, for them, they would attract someone who is like a dominant person and but but maybe someone who's used to being in that dominant role all the time kind of thing Mm. and happy to be like that where in where it doesn't come it's not toxic because that person is used to be dominant and that other person is used to being submissive so and i find that i find that interesting and that's something that i've learned about myself as well and Mm. i've learned about that through dating and just kind of understanding how I am while dating and with different types of people that I date and and also just I'm just noticing the type of people that I've been attracting as friends a lot of the time and stuff where Mm. yeah it's just yeah it's just interesting I think as well if you're not used to being the dominant one when you do all of a sudden become the dominant one and the dynamic shift or it is just different to what you're used to you, you see a side of yourself that you haven't seen before and it can make you so uncomfortable mm. because it's like, oh, so I'm I'm grumpy mm. now or I'm being a bitch or I'm being rude, but I'm actually not. Like, I, that's not me as a person. Maybe this is a side to me that I just don't normally see, but like generally in all mm-hmm. of my friendships and all of my relationships, I'm a nice person. People like me, I'm easy to get on with. But in this random dynamic, you're calling me a nasty or you're saying that I'm nasty or you're saying that I'm grumpy like it's very it's, it's strange isn't it how things can completely flip just because the person yeah the person is looking for a dominant woman like it's really it's really weird yeah it's very weird yeah it's crazy and it's crazy how how sometimes certain people can bring out the dominance in you because like there's different ways yeah. you can be dom- dominant However, mm. but in that in that sense, so like well, in both of our cases with those people, they brought out a 
like a bit of a, a grumpy and uh, a negative yeah. side of us rather than a dominant side where we're just being the leader. But then the thing is, is that I don't want to be the leader all the time. Like I'm no, happy to I give don't. suggestions, but I'm not trying to be the leader all the time. Um, which yeah. I find that and interesting. And that's the thing. Like with dominance, it's like I can be dominant in some areas. Like, yeah, I'll... But I feel like it needs to be equal because it's like, yeah, like I'll cook, I'll yeah. cook you food, I'll I'll do these kind of things, I'll run you a bath, I'll cater to you, but then you need to cater to me at some point. Like, I don't, don't want to be the only one doing all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something as well that I'm trying to navigate. I feel mm. um, where it's just like okay how much is too much like am I being too submissive am I doing too much I don't know I try to insert my dominance but then I hurt someone's feelings and then it's kind of like oh Mm. okay like we're just trying to learn and just trying to figure it out together (laughs) of what what we like um yeah Yeah, it's so weird isn't it interesting yeah different people just bring out different sides of you or at least different men because I feel like friendships as a girl different like, people I though because I feel like yeah there's been times like and I'll say probably I don't think like I've felt like this in, since like kind of school times though mm. but there's times when there's certain people where they'll bring a nasty side out of me where I was just kind of like there's certain people that I would just that I feel like I'm just cool. a nasty person around mm. and so I don't feel like it's just men but like obviously while while with friendships you you go around with people that you want to go around you're not stuck with them like at school um i feel like now the only time we mm. see it is when we're dating different men because we choose our friends basically now <laughs> you know yeah that's true or colleagues even it is like, um, like i'm never grumpy or mean to but colleagues yeah. but sometimes it just irks me the way that some colleagues oh, yes. act in the new year okay. we can we can keep sharing updates about our developments and <laughs> if that's what people enjoy <laughs> yeah and hopefully hinge has been left in 2022 for me <laughs> hopefully hopefully men approach um, me in 2023 but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Deanna wants to meet people in person yeah hopefully that happens for Deanna you know that you guys know that I left that alone I left that back mm. in uni. So <laughs> I left that back in 2017. Um, but <laughs> and don't um, approach me in real life if yeah. I'm going to look at your um, Instagram and you're following a load of mixed race girls. Like, please have some variety in your taste. <laughs> please. Please. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, but people yeah. don't tend to have variety in their types, so do they? Is that um, a thing? Well, make, um, I think what it is, sorry, like to go on about this because I've spoken about it so many times before, but it's like when I go on your page, like, oh, you, so we met in real life. I've just followed you. And then I can see there's all these mutuals and they're all mixed race girls. I kind of just think, oh, like, mm. I think I, I have variety in my is type. Is it like kind of like when it's the taste. same aesthetic? Yeah, the same aesthetic. It's like, oh, so yeah. these girls are all wearing the same the same hairstyles and like, you know, the same kind of outfits. It's like, have some variety. Like, I, I just can't stand it. <laughs> anyway, should we inject some manifestations for 2023? Yeah, okay. Um, manifestations, manifestations. Uh, 
I gonna do in the new year? Mm, I'm gonna, okay, okay. So I'm gonna manifest, I'm gonna be trying lots of new vegan food. Like this is something that's gonna be a big thing for me. I'm gonna be trying okay. lots of new vegan food and I'm gonna have some really amazing, interesting modeling jobs and um mm-hmm. i'm just gonna make lots of fun memories continue to make fun memories with my friends and my family and yeah just be healthy i'm gonna have a six pack as well at some point i'm definitely gonna have a six pack um <laughs> okay <laughs> i love that for you. they're like my main ones i've probably got some others just bouncing around in my head somewhere but they're my main ones okay um all right so i think i'm gonna manifest i want to manifest not feeling like i can't be like i don't want to feel guilty when i buy things i want to be able to buy things guilt-free and feel like actually financially Mm -hmm. i can afford this and i can do this um so that's what i want to manifest for 2023 i also want to manifest i think yeah i need to get back into my fitness um you know Mm. somehow i have to try and be fit because i'm going skiing (laughs) in a a few weeks now um yeah um and i'm gonna i also want to manifest just yeah yeah because i just i'm tired of like you know when you buy things and you just feel like "Mm, should i have bought that and then but like i always taught myself into like bitch you can buy whatever you want to and just be happy yeah and and the fact that as well that the way i shop i buy things that i actually like so it's like i Mm -hmm. feel like none of my purchases ever go to waste because i'm very conscious with how i purchase like i might just Mm -hmm. i might just buy things i might just spend money but i'm conscious with how i purchase you know my things Mm. will last me time i'm even looking so i'm looking at my umbrella right now and i basically i've got a one of those duck head umbrellas and I bought that when mm-hmm. I, I bought that from the design museum. And I've, so it's like that this umbrella is lasting me for years when I could have bought one from Primark that would last me two seconds. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, cause they always break so quick. Yeah, mine's so, like, broken. So even kind of just, yeah, I just even think like, even with my purchases, they last me, like it's worth that payment. I want to manifest mm-hmm. my plants just growing and just, cause <laughs> they give me peace. They, they just make me mm-hmm. happy just looking at them. And I also want to manifest. I would like to be like, you know, like how you with you with you with modeling. I would like to kind mm. of manifest more kind of side side jobs like that, like yeah. with kind of like with my hair stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. and just just like I, I to be honest, I'd really love to do like a travel. I want to be doing like travel influencer. Really, that's what I want to be yeah. doing. But um but maybe I should like start some kind of blog or something to do that or even just like a vlog um yeah or something yeah. like yeah, yeah you know what's underrated that, with, like, solo. is yeah like what is so underrated is YouTube these days like honestly people that are yeah. YouTubers they're still getting the views there's like over however many billion people on YouTube and I honestly mm. I when so I'm thinking of doing like solo trips in the new year and I've just typed in, oh, solo travel to this country. And then it comes up with like loads of people that you can click on their videos. I just click on the black girls because I'm interested in their experiences and what yep. they got up to. 
and like a lot of them have so many views they're just like random British girls that just seem fun they're on their trips like maybe alone or with their friends and like there there is such a space for that because people are interested yeah. well, I'm interested at least I'm interested but yeah. then, I'm sure solo travel is going to become more popular or travel in general now that COVID's over people are really yeah. out there trying to spend their money and like make the most of their experiences yeah so I think I would <clears throat> like to get into vlogging trying to get into mm. travel vlogging I think that's what I think I might make a conscious effort to try and do that um yeah in, tw- in 2023 maybe that or try and get into illustration I've been wanting to do illustration for so long as well but oh, I just cool. I'm really hard on myself though <laughs> like mm. and I feel like I should be practicing more and I'm, and I'm not and it's just finding time and stuff so yeah, I think mm-hmm. just kind of do things within my means and not feeling so beaten down. The fact that I'm feeling mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't been putting enough time into things. It's like, I'm just doing the things that I want to do. Just do the things that make me happy and that I find fun. And you know what? My Instagram, Instagram, I find is just... I find Instagram really fun and I yeah. absolutely friggin' love my Instagram. I don't even give a shit. Like my Instagram's fantastic, yeah. guys. Like it's so good. Go check it out. But like I actually love it. So yeah. I'd like to kind of bring bring more and even see mm-hmm. I think what stops me is me feeling like one, like I don't have anything more to give. Like I don't really mm-hmm. have much to bring to it like that's going to be worthwhile that people would want to listen to and I think too what stops me is just feeling like oh I don't have time and people don't want to look at that and people don't want to listen um, I, I honestly so yeah, think so I'm going to leave you, that in 2022 yeah you've got so many interesting hobbies so you, you like do pole you roller skate you have a podcast you like to travel you like going for brunches and stuff you like museums like that is the kind of content that people like to see they like to see people just Mm. doing things and like you already post a lot of stuff but if you just continue to post it and like maybe had a schedule of posting stuff like your your page is bound to blow up because you do lots of interesting things all the time yeah exactly it's so true because it's like as well because I've considered being like oh should I have just a dedicated travel page but then I'll have too many Instagram pages like I already have three including the podcast page so it's just like yeah. it's too much um so it's just kind of like yeah i want to just kind of hone everything in, into the one page mm-hmm. really um but i feel like the dedicated roller skating space is needed though because it's it was a lot when i was doing that um skate a day challenge that was a lot of posts so yeah every day <laughs> literally but um yeah but i haven't skated in ages and that's another thing i just feel like another thing which actually i don't want to feel hard on myself for is that i feel like i pick up things and then i kind of not that I drop them, but then they mm. might end up taking the back seat. But I don't want to be pressuring myself and feeling like I need to beat myself up for that happening because you know what life happens. And as well, I'm just thinking about the circumstances around the times when I was doing more of the hobbies and stuff. It's because I, I worked part time at the time. So I had the time to be doing more hobbies mm. and to be doing more of those things. So like 
yeah it's trying not to be hard on yourself or thinking why is there such a why has there been a change why am I not still yeah. doing this why am I not keeping up with the gym why am I not you know it's just like but to be honest like there's only as Molly Mae says we've all got the same 24 hours as Beyonce but like I mean <laughs> there's only 24 hours in the day you know and like Kim Kardashian so said like, I mean I, I already got my ass up and been working so like what can I what else can I do <laughs> like do you know what I mean so, that's the thing like there's only so many hours in the day where you can like put time aside to do your hobbies and, and I like, already do so much so yeah <laughs> it would be amazing if I could cut down hours of my full-time job and just enjoy my hobbies yeah. but I can't but then, I got money so, my full-time like, job is what's funding yourself. my hobbies yeah God, exactly my full-time exactly. job is funding my hobbies like all I need to do is stop buying bags and then you know <laughs> or make your hobbies part of your oh, job God. like your your hair yeah. content and like just, exactly. just things you enjoy which, roller skating yeah which like okay that would be great but it's just it's not happening just, just in a second so yeah mm. anyway yeah but thank you thank you for bigging me up as well that was mm-hmm. nice <laughs> no worries <laughs> singing my praises um, yeah yeah but thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Rejected Podcast we didn't expect it to be this long actually we were trying to just do something short and quick mm. but um, anyway but that's what happens when you get a bit drunk so uh, <laughs> anyway thank you guys for listening to this episode we hope that you enjoyed it um what are you guys leaving in 2022 and bringing it into 2023 let us know i might put like a little yeah poll on here and just like you know i don't know i'll see if i can do like a little type thing where you can let us know what you're leaving and what you're bringing um Mm -hmm. and hopefully you'll be able to see more more of us in 2023 we hope that you stick with us we hope that you're enjoying and you're loving seeing us and seeing the things that we do and Mm -hmm. um maybe we could get more content out to you we're gonna see what we can do with patreon so yeah yeah if you guys are you know if you guys want to see more from us like let us know let us know what you want to see um yeah yeah that'll be so much fun watch the space Mm-hmm. yeah um but again there's only 24 hours in the day seven days in this week so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do <laughs> um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to us i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic also you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram and on twitter mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and you can find me at on instagram at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore go give us a follow yep yeah check out my instagram because it's fantastic um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um and have a lovely new year everyone um just wishing you the best mm-hmm. just wishing you all of the things coming into 2023 you know we did it we made it another year and we go again and we keep going mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yes. bye guys love it